This is Big Podcast. It's Build a Big Podcast, the marketing podcast for podcasters. David Hooper with you. Bigpodcast.com is the site. This is the podcast. If you want to grow your audience, you want to make people care about your message, you want to make money with your podcast. I don't talk about tech, but I'm going to kind of do that right now because <laughs> I'm still trying to get this new mic dialed in. When you do something with the way you record, like switching out a mic, it's going to affect everything else in your chain. And for me, I run everything into a DBX-286S, more or less because I like the gate, meaning that it's going to cut things off when there's no sound coming through or sound below a certain volume is coming through. So you don't hear me, don't hear me breathing, sound like I have emphysema. But it's got some other cool stuff on it too. An enhancer, it's more or less an EQ. It's got a compressor, kind of gives you that FM radio sound if you want it. It's got a high pass filter, meaning that sounds below a certain frequency, in this case, 80 hertz, are going to be removed. You don't have any mic rumble or whatever. Is that what it sounds like? I don't know. have to ask one of these guys I'm getting ready to talk about. Anyway, it just so happens that I ask a question on Twitter because I try to engage people on Twitter. I want to know what you're doing for your sound. Had a picture of a mic, RE320 or maybe an RE20. I can't remember which one. I just knew where the switch was. And I said, do you use a high pass filter? That's it. Because on a lot of broadcast mics, there are high pass filters. There's a lot of different filters on microphones, depending on which one you get. But this is a real simple one. You can either go flat or you can knock off some of those low frequencies. And that started the conversation, which made me question every single thing that I'm doing about recording myself. So here I am tweaking the sound even more than I would have otherwise. Thanks to Jason Sheasley. It's going to test that DSer out. <laughs> Marcus DePaula, Tanner Campbell, everybody else that commented on this, because it really is an interesting question. I'm not somebody who gets completely obsessed with sound like these guys do. They are audio engineers. Me, eh, I know more than most. But when I compare myself to somebody like them or people that I've worked with in the music industry, I'm like, I I don't know a thing. So I, I hate to call myself an audio engineer. I'm interested in the topic. I think all podcasters should be, especially from a marketing standpoint, because you are judged by the way you sound. If you are talking into a broadcast microphone, you're going to come off more professional. You're going to come off more trustworthy than if you were talking into tin cans in a string or an iPhone headset. Anyway, it's something to think about. If you're interested in joining these discussions at David Hooper on Twitter, it's where you can connect with me and you'll see the conversations there. Everybody else who joined in on this, what I have found for most people is there are some very little bitty things that you can do to make yourself sound better. And that could be going into a closet full of clothes taking yourself out of a big boomy room with glass and who knows what else in it, going into a smaller space with something that's going to absorb those sound waves that are coming out of your mouth. Again, if you want to join that conversation, it's on Twitter right now, at David Hooper is my username. One more thing about tech before we get into the episode, and that is you recording your interviews. How are you doing that? This is something that if you do it right, it is a big opportunity for podcast growth because what I just said, when you sound good, you come off more trustworthy. When you sound good, more people want to listen to you. And the same thing applies to your guests. So making your guests to sound as good as they possibly can, that's something that's going to come back to you. It's going to help you grow your audience. Not only will your listeners appreciate it, if you make a guest sound great, 
that guest is going to spread the message about your podcast because you made him or her sound so great. How do you do that? One of the ways to do it is Riverside. It does what we call a double ender. It records your side on your end of the connection. It records the guest side on the guest end of the connection. As the interview is happening, those files are being uploaded. They're being stitched together. You've got two high-quality recordings stitched together on different tracks so you can go in and edit them, make your guests sound even better. It's used by over 70,000 people, people like Guy Raz, Gary Vee. Companies like Spotify use it. The New York Times uses it. A double ender is the best quality recording you can possibly get for you and your guest. Riverside handles everything. It's just like opening up a web page. It's as easy as that. And right now you can try it free. Riverside.fm is how to do that. It's enough time for you to get a good interview in, a couple interviews maybe. Try it out. See if it works for you. If you like it, I get a discount code for you. It's going to get you 15% off. Riverside.fm, and here's the code. Big Podcast, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, one word, Big Podcast. That's Riverside.fm. Try it out for free. You decide to stick around. Big Podcast, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. This episode is the audio version of my weekly newsletter. It is called Big Podcast Insider. It goes out every Friday morning, New York time. If you want to subscribe to it, see it in writing, check out the links that I'm talking about, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. And in this issue on this episode, hooray for everything. Podcast psychology, why do people listen to a podcast? 10 podcast episode ideas using your existing knowledge. How great is that? Don't have to look anything up. Hit record, you're good to go. Got 10 ways for you to do that. Speaking of audio engineering, my audio engineer told me a funny story. You're not gonna believe this. $100,000 a day on TikTok. Is that possible? Yeah, it's possible. Is it possible for you? Eh, Maybe, maybe. We're gonna talk about that. You're not gonna believe this niche that this lady is in. $100,000 a day on TikTok. Also, 34 ways to make money as a podcaster. And I've got examples for you. I'm gonna run through nine of them. I do these episodes like an old school audiobook. You had one when you were a kid? I did. Back when audiobooks came on vinyl records and with the book attached. And they would tell you, when you hear this sound, it's time to turn the page. I'm going to do that. And when you hear this sound, it is time to go to another article. Let's get going. Hooray for everything. No. You don't go to a football game and cheer for both sides. If you care at all, there's one team that you want to win more than the other. Now, that's not saying that you have to care much, but there's a big difference in not caring at all and caring a little. The people who listen to you, the people who listen to your podcast, they want you to care. They want you to take a stand. That's how they know where they stand with you. A lot of podcasters, a lot of people, they want to be friends with everybody. Oh, I just want to be liked. They don't like confrontation. That's what it's really about. But when there's an incident in the world, or an incident in your industry, and your listeners care about this incident, and you do not bring it up, you are missing an opportunity to really connect with those people. Not all of them, but some of them, maybe a lot of them. If you say what you're feeling, and I'm not telling you to change your feeling based on what the audience does, that's not in service of your listener. But I'm saying for you to take a stand and care about something, and they care about it, They're even more attached to you. They're even more engaged. They're going to listen to you just a little bit closer. They're going to trust your judgment when you do something like pitch a product, when you do something like give a recommendation. If you want real engagement with your audience, you have to take a stand. You cannot be hooray for everything. I'm giving you advice on what your listeners want. This isn't one of those things that you'll see on Facebook sometimes 
where somebody takes a stand and then what they'll do at the very end of that, they'll say, most people who read this will be too afraid to repost it. I'm not trying to shame you into planting a flag. What I'm telling you is if you do plant a flag, you are going to get more engagement from your audience. You came here to this podcast, which is about growing your audience, spreading the message, making money with your podcast because you want to do those things. What's the first thing you can do? Take a stand, plant the flag. Your audience wants you to stand for something. What is that? I don't know. (laughs) You do you. It depends on your podcast. It depends on your audience. The big point is don't try to please everybody by not saying anything or trying to play things safe. There is no safe. The biggest risk you take as far as losing your audience is to not have and share opinions on things your listeners find important. Podcast psychology. Why do people listen to a podcast? There are a lot of reasons that people listen to a podcast. I just mentioned three of the reasons why people listen to this podcast. You want to grow an audience. You want to make people care about your message. You want to make money with your podcast. I'm going to give you some general examples. They apply to this podcast. They apply to your podcast. These are things for you to consider when you're developing the topic of your podcast, choosing a title for your podcast, and naming episodes of your podcast. First one is attain better hygiene. Let me go back to stuff you see on Facebook. (laughs) Teeth whitening. Is that just me? Is that just me? I don't know. I see a bunch of teeth whitening ads. Funny story. My wife, she's a photographer and she's often looking up makeup brands, makeup companies, things of that nature, because those are the companies that she shoots for. And she wants to see different photos of products. And she's looking for how the ads are shot, how things are marketed. Anyway, Facebook thinks that she's really into beauty. So if you go on Facebook as her, you're going to see beauty, 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 makeup, 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 teeth whitening, tanning, hair care, whatever. They're tracking you on that. This is huge. Attain better hygiene. That's what that is. It's one of the most popular things that you can find online. So if you can make somebody lose weight, if you can make somebody look better, if you can make somebody feel better, that counts as that. Attain better hygiene is number one. Number two, make more money. What did I say this podcast is about? Part of it is about you making more money with your podcast. Third one, save more money. You see a lot of get out of debt podcasts, a lot of bargain hunter podcasts. Get more comfort, that's number four. Gain more praise. Who doesn't like to be liked? That's another thing that I talk about here. It's not really getting more praise, but it's having a better product. And when you have a better product, in this case, your podcast, what happens? You get more praise. This stuff doesn't have to be, this stuff that you talk about, it doesn't have to be the main topic, it's a subtopic. When I tell you how to have a better podcast, one of the things that happens as a result of that is you get more praise. I could build that into the marketing of this podcast. It makes it more attractive for people to listen to. And if you're looking to get more praise, which a lot of people are, if that speaks to you, you're more likely to listen to me. So consider all of these things as subtopics for the main topic that you're talking about. Feel more loved. How many relationship podcasts do you see? A ton. Increased status. That's another thing that I'm talking about here. This podcast, it is called Build a Big Podcast. What is a big podcast? That's status. How can you increase the status of your listeners? Number eight, escape pain. Always big. I talked about this in the last episode. It is easy to sell a remedy for pain. It is very easy. People want to escape pain more than they want betterment. If I call this podcast, everybody's making fun of your podcast, get them to stop now. (laughs) I might get more listeners than build a big podcast. Either way, whether it's betterment, 
or escaping pain, you're still going to get attention. But if there's a way you can spread your message in a way that tells them how to escape pain, that's probably going to get you more attention than betterment. Number nine is avoid effort. Lazy man's guide to riches. Lazy man's guide to losing weight. Take this pill. Get something for nothing. People love to avoid effort. And the 10th and final one, save time. Do it quickly. Instant results. Let me summarize, give you an entire list one more time. One, attain better hygiene. Two, make more money. Three, save more money. Four, get more comfort. Five, gain more praise. Six, feel more loved. Seven, increase status. Eight, escape pain. Nine, avoid effort. Ten, save time. If you want to have a conversation around this, I've got it linked. It's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Feel free to reach out with any kind of questions. We'd love to see what you're doing. Give you some ideas on how to make your podcast better. That is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. 10 podcast episode ideas, and here's what differentiates them. Using your existing knowledge. Podcast episode ideas are everywhere. You know, I wrote a book with podcast episode ideas, 101 podcast episode templates. You can actually go to amazon.com right now. Look it up, 101 podcast episode templates. It's only 99 cents. But take it back to the last thing that I said. Number nine, avoid effort. (laughs) If you want to avoid effort and actually be able to go into a podcast episode without a lot of research, here are 10 ways that you can do that. These are 10 episode ideas using your existing knowledge. One is to teach listeners something they can do in a few minutes to get the result that they want. That goes back to another thing I said in the last segment, saving time. You can see why that would be appealing. Number two, explain how to use blank, which is something that they have, to get blank, something they want. For example, I started this episode talking about microphones and talking about signal chains, how to make your audio sound better. What if I said this? How to use the iPhone in your pocket to make your podcast sound better. Maybe it's an app. Maybe it's some kind of tool on the iPhone. How to use the mic on the iPhone a little bit better. There are a million ways that you can do an episode like that. And it's something very interesting to listeners because it's something they already have and it's something that they want combined. So they don't have to engage that effort that we're talking about. It makes it easy for them. The third thing, I love this, turn questions you've answered in emails into content. If you're like me, you get a lot of emails, people asking questions. David, how do I blank? That's a podcast episode. Every email that comes in with a question is a potential podcast episode. Four, share an example of an impactful change you've made. (laughs) I could talk about turning off that high-pass filter. (laughs) If you want an example of this, Jeff Sanders at 5 a.m. Miracle, I've talked about Jeff a lot. It's a productivity podcast, and he is constantly tweaking what he is doing to be more productive, to sleep better, to live a better life. And there are little bitty changes. They get big results. His whole podcast could be this. Your whole podcast could be like this. You're walking along the journey with people. Small hinges, big doors, sharing an impactful change that you've made. Fifth one, share a collection of resources that you found helpful. This is something I also mentioned at the beginning of this episode. I mentioned some audio engineers that have been helpful to me. I could have done an entire episode about those guys. Super easy to do, talk a little bit more about them. And specifically, things I had learned from each of them. So you can combine these as well. Number six, create a list of what your audience should stop doing. Everybody's talking about what you need to do. What are you doing already that you need to stop doing? I'll give you an example of something I heard from Jeff Sanders' podcast, 5 a.m. Miracle, the one I just mentioned. He had a guest, she came in, and she said, your productive day starts the night before. So if you want to have a productive Tuesday, 
you need to go to bed early on Monday. Makes sense, right? Stop staying up late. It's simple, but it's impactful. Again, a lot of these things, they can be combined. This is how great episodes are made. I don't want you to just follow these episode templates. I want you to make your own episode templates, put your own style on it, put your own spin, attitude. This is how great podcasts are made. Seven, create content around a micro goal. One way to do that, take one of those things that you should stop doing, create a series of content around that one thing. Here's how to go to bed earlier. Here's how to schedule it. Here's how to work into it. Here's how to get a good night's sleep. Create content around a micro goal. It could be several episodes. Most of these could be several episodes. Number eight, compile the expertise of others into one piece of content. I mentioned that a minute ago with all these audio engineers, and here's what that would look like. Let's say I had a micro goal of you having a great radio voice on your podcast, you having a better space to record from. I could go to Jason Sheasley, ask that question. I could go to Marcus DePaula, ask that question. I could go to Tanner Campbell, ask that question. Combine those things into what would be similar to a blog roundup, you've seen those posts, and either make them separate episodes of a series telling you how to do one thing or put them all in a single episode. Maybe the content is short enough where you've got something like an Instagram video, YouTube short. This is the way that you get attention for your podcast. You give somebody a specific outcome. You give somebody an easy way to get that outcome and you make it very, very simple for them to access that information. Number nine, summarize a valuable podcast episode for people who don't have time to listen to it. You ever seen a James Bond movie? No? Okay, there's a million of them. Let me summarize all of them. James gets called into the office to save the world. He's a little skeptical, but he's going to come out of retirement to do it. He does it. There's a sexy spy. He has sex with that spy. He drives a car, blows up, has sex again, blows up under the car, saves the world. I've just summarized every James Bond movie that there is. You're welcome. Number 10, create a post-success piece of content. Let me take it back to what I said a minute ago about going to bed earlier, getting a good night's sleep, or starting your day the night before. Six months later, I put these things into place. Here are the results. That's huge. Too often we talk about something, especially something that we're doing personally, never follow up on it. Sometimes these experiments work. Sometimes they don't. Either way, it is a good episode. So number 10, create a post-success piece of content. Just going to give you the topics one more time. One, teach people something they can do in a few minutes to get the result that they want. Two, explain how to use something they have to get something they want. Three, turn questions you've answered in emails into content. Four, share an example of an impactful change you've made. Five, share a collection of resources you found helpful. Six, create a list of what your audience should stop doing. Seven, create content around a micro goal. Eight, compile the expertise of others into one piece of content. Nine, summarize a valuable podcast episode for people who don't have time to listen to it. You can summarize anything. 10, create a post-success piece of content. We've got all these linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. And again, a book with 101 podcast episode templates ready for you to plug and play your information into them. That's on sale at amazon.com today. 101 podcast episode templates. Everything is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. <laughs> My audio engineer told me a funny story. Uh, <laughs> this cracked me up. I couldn't believe this. We were talking on a session one time. It's me, the engineer, and the guest. We've got a female engineer, by the way. Her name is Stephanie. So when I say Stephanie, that's who I'm talking about. It's me, her, and the guest. 
And we're talking about the weird ways we have been recognized and pitched. She, in addition to engineering my show, which is a broadcast radio show, she's also on the air at this station. She's doing a lot of production for this station. So when you're in the position that she's in, she gets approached by a lot of people in the music industry, bands, managers, labels, who want her to play their music on the air. Anyway, she's getting a massage. She's getting settled. She tells me she's just having small talk with a massage therapist, the guy doing it. And she goes, oh, you know, I'm a radio DJ. Names the station. And he knows the station. If you're in Nashville, you know the station. Anyway, she gets naked, gets on the table, into the massage. So more or less, it's trapped. I mean, I guess she could get up. But if you've ever had a massage, you're kind of a captive audience. Then the guy goes over to the stereo, puts a CD in of his band. <laughs> he's, he's trying to pitch her while she's there trying to relax and get a massage. So she's there, I don't know, an hour, 90 minutes, however long a massage lasted. <laughs> Complete captive audience. Not cool, man. I've got a funny joke about this. It's a newsletter.bigpodcast.com. It's a meme I put up. Cracks me up every single time I see it. Think you'll get a kick out of it too. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I can relate to this guy, actually. This is the way that I got into radio. Student at University of Memphis. Walk into a radio class. I'm taking the class, right? But my first day, he says, why are you here? Well, I'm in a band. I want to play my music on the station. He said, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's not how this works, man. Explain what they call plugola, payola, all that. That was the first discussion I had. But I stuck around and here I am. Not in a band anymore, but I do do radio, do do podcasting. There is value of crashing the car sometimes and making mistakes like that. But again, a funny story, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I'm curious about this. What's the craziest thing somebody has ever done to pitch you and your podcast? Let me know. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com has a link to join in on the conversation. Let me expand that. The craziest way somebody has ever pitched you to listen to your podcast or be on your podcast. $100,000 a day on TikTok. This sounds almost unbelievable, especially when you find out the niche. It's so boring, so boring. But she's making $100,000 daily on TikTok. And she tells you exactly what the business model is. That's what's really interesting to me. The niche is Excel. Microsoft Excel. I think this is worth a look simply because it's a boring niche. It's so easy for us to think that we've got to be over the top, flashy, bombastic in our podcasts. We do not. We're busy doing that flashy stuff. And meanwhile, this lady's over on TikTok, $100,000 daily. You may have heard me talk about the pest control guy. I talk about this in my book, Big Podcast making a killing with this podcast, talking about killing bugs. And it's not even a good podcast. It's bad artwork, average audio at best. But he's doing something similar as far as giving the great content that I talked about earlier, giving people what they want, giving helpful content. If you go to him and you've got a pest control business, he's helping you to grow that business. You don't have to be perfect when you've got great content there. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't concentrate on great audio. Talked about that at the top of this episode. Great audio makes people listen to you even more, respect you even more, want to pass along your episodes even more. However, the content is the foundation. But if you're going to record it, you might as well record it right. And when you combine those two things, 
you've got everything you need to build a big podcast. Definitely check her out. It's linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Also, if you're interested in more weird ways people are making money, this may be an opportunity for you. You know, the Side Hustle Show, Nick Loper, it's a great podcast, The Side Hustle Show. He talks with people all the time in weird niches. I call them weird. Not sexy. Maybe that's the way to talk about them. Something like cleaning up parking lot trash, $100,000 a year. I mean, just the most boring things, but consistent things that people are doing to make money. Maybe those guys need a podcast. I don't know. But if you're interested in getting into podcast production, maybe there's a way to connect with people who already have these things and you can help them build their podcast presence. They've already been on a podcast. They've been on Nick's show. All this is linked, $100,000 a day on TikTok and also Nick's show so you can get some more ideas of weird things people are doing to make money at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. 34 ways to make money as a podcaster with examples. Some interesting podcasts and money stats to consider. Check this out. 30% of full-time creators earn less than $10,000 per year. The next highest percentage is for those earning more than $150,000 per year. Those are about 15% of content creators. How do you become part of that second group? That's where I want to get you. Let me give you a few ideas. Blogging, affiliates, products. When you're writing about whatever you normally write about, throw in some affiliate links there. Brand collabs. This happens all the time. I have it happen with me all the time. People say, hey, I got this new microphone. You want to use it? Yeah, yeah. All right. Send me one. Promote it. They'll pay you for that. Three, brand content creation. Take it back to that microphone. Record this microphone. Make something with this microphone. Do a training on this microphone. Happens all the time for podcasters. Four, five, and six, these are newsletter options. The first, affiliate offers. Same thing as blogs, but you don't have to wait for people to come to you. You go to them. Fifth thing, paid advertisements. Six is paid. Great podcast called Deconversion Therapy. They've got a paid newsletter. I think they charge $7 a month for this, but that adds up. Doesn't sound like much, but it adds up. And in addition to making money, it gets you even more connected with your audience. They feel like they're supporting you. You're giving them something in return, so it's not just a freebie. They read more, they engage more, they interact with that newsletter. When it comes to really connecting with their audience, Deconversion Therapy, they've got a lot of good ideas. I've got them linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Seven, long-term brand partnerships. This is what I love. I mentioned Riverside.fm at the beginning of this episode. I don't have people come in one week, go out the next. I do long-term deals with the brands that I work with. It is not good for you as a podcaster to have people come one week and leave the next. You want to show your audience that you are consistent. You want to show future advertisers that you are consistent. Long-term brand partnerships, that is the way to go. Number eight, buy me a coffee. You can see how this works. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. It's basically Patreon, tip jar, a donation site. I've been on there for a few years, never promoted it. This is one of those things that I've got mixed feelings about. And this is the reason that I haven't promoted it. If you're running a business around your podcast, you are either a business or you are a charity. And when you ask for donations, people think they don't need to support the business. And when you're asking for business, it's kind of like, whoa, wait a minute. You know the network Gimlet? NPR guy started it. And they started taking monthly donations. Hey, you want to support Gimlet? Great. And they got millions of dollars of funding. Then Spotify bought them for tens of millions of dollars. All right, so wait a minute. Is it a charity or is it a business? That's going to confuse your audience. 
if you've got a charity podcast, if you're doing something out of the goodness of your heart, you want to let people support you because people do want to support that kind of thing. Buy me a coffee might be great. You can see how it works. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Nine, OnlyFans. Yes, the OnlyFans. Yes, I'm on there. OnlyFans.com slash David Hooper. It's sort of like buy me a coffee. (laughs) I'm not on there trying to make money. I don't even have anything for sale on there. I set something up there just to see how it works. There are a lot of creators that are making a lot of money on OnlyFans. One of them, $20 million a month. Got to be a celebrity to do that. We got to be doing something more than you're probably willing to do on OnlyFans. But it certainly is possible. A lot of people making a lot of money on that site. If you want to see how I'm doing it, OnlyFans.com slash David Hooper. It's more or less a test site. Like I said, I wanted to get in the back end, see how it works. You may find that it works for you. Those are only nine of them. I've got 34 ways to make money as a podcaster with examples. You can get the full list and even more details on each at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. If you're doing one or more of these things, I would love to know. Reach out to me. Again, newsletter.bigpodcast.com is how to do all this because I love to feature people who are doing cool things. I love to have conversations around this stuff. That's how this whole episode started. Talking about conversations around the high pass filter. Boring, unless you want to make your podcast sound great. All these things are in service of that. And the reason you want to do that is because you want more people to listen. Everything that I do goes back to that. Getting more people to listen to your podcast, engage with you, spend money with you. And if you want to get more content like that, here is how to do that. This podcast, Build a Big Podcast, you can subscribe free. It is at bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. I got three buttons for you. You've heard this spiel before. An RSS button, one for iPhone, one for Android. Pick one. I'm going to get you subscribed instantly. But I want to talk about this fourth button because this is something that you can do right away to get more subscribers to your podcast. Throw a QR code on your subscribe page. As far as your podcast goes, you want to get people off the desktop onto their mobile phones because that is how podcasts are consumed. The way you do that, throw a QR code up there. People take out their phones, scan that QR code, boom, instant subscription on their phones then they can listen to you. They can listen to you in the gym, in the car, when they're going about their day-to-day. That's going to get you so many more subscribers than simply having something only on your desktop. So check that out. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Do it now. Get hooked up before you forget. And I'll see you on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.